For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Live with Rank program. I appreciate you calling in, and I appreciate State Rep Matt Hall sticking on air or waiting, I should say, off air over the top of the hour break to finish our our discussion on something that's going to affect many of you here in the state of Michigan, and that's your uh, upcoming taxes. I spoke quite in detail about that. I've written two pieces and published them this morning. One is in the name of fairness, if pensions should not be taxed in Michigan, should 401ks also not be taxed. Governor Whitmer only wanted to not tax pensions, public pensions. She'll talk is the word she used. They'll talk about what to do with private pensions and 401ks and the rest of it. I then explain to you in a second piece, well, in that first piece, it's all about the fairness. And if you're going to be fair, it should be all retirement vehicles. So those of us who fund our own retirement with 401ks or 403bs or IRAs, uh, those we should get the same benefits of not paying taxes on that money when we take it out later in life. Again, not taking uh, getting taxes taken out for the state of Michigan as opposed to federal. We're talking about Michigan. And just as I got done writing that piece last night, I got a phone call from State Rep. Matt Hall, who is the chair on the House Policy Committee. Uh, she's House Tax Policy Committee, Tax and Appropriations. He's the chairman, and he wanted to let me know what was happening today in their meeting that started at 8. And they were proposing their own plan. So the governor had their plan. The Senate Republicans had their plan. And I say Senate Republicans, I don't include Democrats because the Senate is controlled by the Republicans. Same thing with the House. Their plan was different than the governor's. And the House plan is different than the, the uh, Senate. So let me welcome back to the Live with Rank Show, State Representative Matt Hall, Republican out of Marshall. He can explain again what the House plan is. It was voted out of committee, meaning it goes to the floor for a full vote now. It was party line vote. All the Republicans voted for it. All the Democrats voted against it. In our last discussion with Matt, last segment, he said it was mostly around they didn't believe to give everybody a tax cut. They only want to give some people a tax cut. So let's welcome back to the Live with Rank Show, State Rep. Paul. Good morning, State Rep. Paul. Appreciate you holding on uh, very much. It's a big, long break at the top of the hour. So why don't you explain again what the House version is, what's in it, and why? what's different from the Senate and why? Well, thanks. That gave me a moment to catch my breath. I mean, I literally left the committee room, and the first thing I did was call you. So... I wanted to get on to speak with you and our I, listeners. I appreciate that. that. And more importantly, my, my listeners appreciate that. Of course, Frank. Um, and so uh, here's, here's what we did today. So the House Republican plan that we voted out of committee today, and I'm pushing very hard to get a House vote uh, in either today or early next week, 
is um, we decided rather than some scheme uh, that just helps certain supporters of Governor Whitmer, uh, whether they're union members or, uh, you know, people that, that maybe don't work but need a, a check back from the government, uh, we decided we were going to lower the rates for everyone, for all Michigan families, workers, and seniors. We do that by honoring a promise that was made a long time ago that the politicians broke, and that was cutting our state income tax from 4.25 down to 3.9. So we propose that today, uh, that passed. And the second piece of our plan is um, cutting taxes for all seniors, 62 and older, uh, so that their first $20,000 or $40,000 if they file jointly is tax-free. If they have additional retirement income, they'll qualify for f- their first $40,000 is tax-free. And if they file jointly, $80,000 tax-free. So this is a big tax cut for all of our seniors, and it's a tax cut across the board for all of our Michigan families, workers. Um, and, and how this differs from the Senate plan uh, the Senate plan. Well, it, it, may I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sierra yeah. Paul, because I think I got it wrong. Then I was under the impression that what you passed this morning was 2040 for the first. Well, for the first 20 and 40, depending single or joint on uh, retirement income, uh, I'm like pensions, 401ks, that stuff, that sort of sort of thing, and then 2040 on an additional 2040 on earned income uh, being, you know, you're working as, as well as taking money out of your 401ks or your pension. And you're also working. Mm-hmm. I just heard and you and say it's 4080 for both of those two categories, right. not 2040. Did I misunderstand that? So uh, I'll, let me explain this. Um, and this is why the Republicans are proposing simpler tax policy than the Democrats, because if I explained to you their pension tax, we wouldn't have enough time in this segment to right. treat so many different groups of people differently. Right. So uh, the, first, uh, the way our law is now, if you're 67 or older, you get a $20,000 tax-free, your first $20,000. You get... 40000 tax-free if you file jointly. And that's regardless whether are, it's earned or retirement income. Right. Okay. We are, we are changing the age of that to 62. Right. So everyone between the age of 62 and 67 uh, will now benefit from that also. Um, and then on top of that, uh, so that's all income, no matter how you get it. What we're doing then is we're, we're, we're making another exemption where your next 20000 per person or 40000 joint is tax-free for retirement income only. So, the, the second, so everyone gets 20000 40000 right. tax-free, right. depending on whether it's individual or joint. And if you have additional retirement income, you could qualify for that other 2040, which would make your first 40,000 individual and 80,000 joint exempt. And that's a big tax cut for. Oh, that's, that's huge. So I did get it right, but it's, it's 2040, 2040 on each of those categories. The first 20 of all income or 40, depending if you're single or joint. 
And then the next 20 would have to be only from retirement income, pensions, 401ks, 403. Okay. That's what I, so I did get it right when I, I wrote in my piece. It is 20. It's 40, 80 altogether, but I don't want right. people to realize that, okay, if I make $60,000 uh, and I'm age 63, all $60,000 and it's earned is tax free. No, it's not. It's the first 2040, depending on what you, uh, uh, what, what you're filing. Correct. Right. All right. Cool. And if that same person was retired and they had 60,000 in their 401k income, they would get a $40,000, uh, tax, uh, free or 80,000 if they were a joint filer. Right. Again, 80 using both the uh, retirement and earned. That's right. Okay. That's it. I just wanted to make, uh, make that sure. So people, again, I want to get clear because people are going to hear this. I want to make it clear. If you have no pension, no 401k, nothing, and you're 70 years old and you make $80,000 earned income, not all 80,000 is tax-free. The first 20 or 40, depending on your filing is. Correct. Right, but okay. if all eighty is retirement income and they're a joint filer, all eighty would be tax free. Oh, it would be even if it was a pension, only just a pension. That's retirement income. All income. Uh, if it was all retirement income and they're a joint filer, all eighty thousand would be tax free because the twenty, the first twenty thousand or forty thousand is earned or retirement. The second twenty thousand or forty thousand would be just retirement. Okay, I think I think I, I think we're I'm, I'm saying the same thing. No, no. Well, I think we're talking about the same thing, but just in different ways. Well, let's move on. So now the yep. differences between. Well, let me take a quick break. Can you just uh, spend three more minutes of uh, no problem, and then we'll come back and uh, get to. Uh, get to the rest of this because I want to find out the differences. Again, I want to make sure because we're talking about your numbers. Many of you are going to be affected by this. And I want to make sure you clearly understand what the house is representing. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. Appreciate that. Maybe, maybe we'll be rolling with some changes. On air with me is House Tax Policy Committee Chair Matt Hall. And he's talking about, well, right off, hot off the presses from his committee meeting that he chaired this morning. They passed the House, the Republicans' House bill for tax plan. It is slightly different than the Senate, and the Senate is very much different than Governor Whitmer. Governor Whitmer is looking for some people to get tax cuts, uh, not all, for some people's retirements to get tax cut. Preferably her voters in the public pensions, they get 100 percent, no tax, have to pay in the state of Michigan. Some private pensions and other vehicles that other people like you and I may use, they'll talk about it. That's how it was reporting. We'll talk about it. And uh, they want to increase the earned income tax credit 333 percent from 6 to 20 percent. The Republican Senate plan, as I've been Counting to death here is reducing Michigan's individual income tax rate from 4.25% to 3.9, reducing the corporate income tax rate from 6 to 3.9, and allowing people age 67 and older in Michigan to receive a deduction against 30000 in income on a single income tax return and sixty on a joint return. Now, 
this reduction, as many of you know, is is to, as State Rep. Hall said, fulfill a promise, a promise that Whitmer and the Republicans and Democrats gave us back in 2017, where they actually increased our taxes to 4.35 percent. And then just once in 2011, reduced it a tenth of a percentage to 4.25 where it's at today and said, that's enough. We're not reducing it anymore. We don't care that Whitmer, we don't care that the other Democrats and Republicans promised it, actually wrote it in the law. They can't hold us to that. We're not going to reduce it anymore. So they're trying to bring back that promise. Now, the House plan, how it differs in the Senate plan is in the House plan, they don't reduce the corporate income tax. That's out. And also, they reduce the age that those of us who are 62 and older now can enjoy that tax cut on earned income as well as retirement income. And we won't get into the numbers and confuse anymore. All that's written in my piece. I asked State Rep. Matt Hall if he could come on air to discuss uh, why the difference is. And uh, he said yes. So Let's go back to the phone lines. And again, thanks a lot for spending so much time with us. I really appreciate that, uh, Rep. Paul. Why, why the differences or what was the thinking behind the differences? And do you know what your Senate colleagues, Republicans, uh, think of this plan uh, now that it's different than theirs? Well, and I'm grateful to be on your show, Rank. It's a privilege. And um, bottom line, uh, Governor Whitmer First of all, let's back up and just point out the fact that uh, my first year as tax policy chair, Governor Whitmer would not sign any tax cuts. Um, and remember, just a few years ago, she proposed a 45-cent gas tax increase. Right. Um, it wasn't until she looked at her polling and saw that the voters are holding Democrats accountable for their policies that have led to this major inflation problem in our state that all of a sudden Governor Whitmer has morphed into someone who supports tax cuts. Now, the, the interesting thing here, though, is she's only proposing tax cuts for her political supporters, which are union members, uh, other, other government workers, um, and low-income people, who many of which um, uh, don't even uh, pay taxes. She wants to give them a check back. So her plan helps only a select few. Now, we believe that all Michigan families, workers, and seniors are suffering because of the Democrats' cause inflation. That's why we propose such a big tax cut for Michigan seniors, 62 and older, and why we propose a simple plan of lowering the income tax. Now, I want to remind you that when you lower that, that small businesses pay their taxes through the income tax. So this cut will help our small businesses that are pass-through companies. It'll help our workers, our families that all pay the income tax. Uh, the Senate had a good plan, too. Uh, the, ours goes further with seniors than theirs. Um, they did more for corporations. Uh, they cut the corporate tax. Um, I, just, I just disagree with them. I don't think now is the time to cut the corporate tax. I think now is the time to give that relief instead to small businesses, families, and workers and we can have a conversation on how to cut taxes later. Um, but when they put their plan forward, Governor Whitmer ignored all the things the Senate was doing for small businesses and families, and Governor Whitmer was just attacking what they were doing for corporations. If you look at the House plan, we don't, 
We don't do uh, any tax cut for corporations. This is a huge tax cut for seniors, workers, and small businesses. I believe we'll get this plan to her desk. And if she really, truly supports our seniors, all of them, and our workers and our families, then she'll sign this tax cut because we've got the money in the budget. We've given her no excuse not to sign it. It'll be very interesting to see what she does, right? Yes, it will, because she would have to say, I'm not signing this. She can no longer say, and that has been taken off the table, that I'm not signing this because they want to give a, a tax cut to the to the corporations or businesses here in Michigan. And I personally don't like helping them is what she would be saying by that. And then she would have to tell all her constituents who are asking for uh, no taxes to be paid on their pensions uh, that no, because of what, right? She can't no longer say because of the tax cut to corporations. She'd have to say because they want to give tax cuts to everybody and I don't want to give tax cuts to everybody. So I'm not going to give a tax cut to you is what she would be saying by a veto is in plain English, I think. Exactly. And that's what we need to find out is uh, does Governor Whitmer support tax cuts for all Michigan seniors or only a select few uh, that work for unions and governments? Does Governor Whitmer support a tax cut for all working families in our state and all um uh, or, or does she only support a tax cut for a select few? Um, we want to see where she stands. House Republicans have sent a strong message that we support all seniors, families, and workers, and we want to see them get a big tax cut uh, because of all the inflation uh, that the Democrats have caused. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much for the uh, extra amount of time uh, in explaining what you guys put forth and the reasoning behind it, and we'll see where it goes from here. Thank you, State Rep. Matt Hall. Thank you, Ray. Have a great day. Now, man, we have beat this one to death. Now, uh, those of you who listen a lot or listen to both hours, you may say he keeps repeating himself. There are people who email me during the show and say, what did you say? I didn't catch that. I wasn't listening in the first hour, so I tend to try to quickly go through the details. This is important. If this House plan goes through and Governor Whitmer does sign it, that means all of you who are 62 and older have a big tax cut coming your way. Both in your earned income and both in your retirement income. And we use the word retirement income because it's not just pensions. It's also including all other retirement investment vehicles. Mostly known as 401ks. 403Bs, and IRAs. Lines are now open. 269-441-9595. What if, what, those of you with pensions and want this relief, are you okay with allowing everybody to get that same relief? And by everybody, I mean everybody who has a similar type investment or retirement vehicle? Again, 269-441-9595. We just reopened the lines. Love to hear from you. You're listening to the Live with Rank Show, and that's what some of these plans are trying to do. Well, I should say are trying to stop and keeping our taxes as high as they are. As they are. 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank, R-E-N-K. 
as an excellent NK at townsquaremedia.com. We would love to hear from you. Let's go to a phone call from a first-time caller in the Portage area, Stan. Thanks, Stan, for holding on. Appreciate that very, very much, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm calling about the tax deal. Right. Um, I'm 73, retired. I have some uh, some retirement income. My wife and I get a $40,000 exemption on our state income tax. So already I pay zero state of Michigan income tax. Because because, because all the – when you say retirement income, do you mean some type of pension? You don't have to tell me you know what it is, but pension, IRA, 401k, yeah, something like that. Okay. So, it's RMDs, and that does not include Social Security. Right. Okay. It, it, yeah, because I, uh, I don't think Social Security is taxed in Michigan, if I remember correctly. Is it? Well, $5,000 worth of my Social Security is taxed. Okay. Okay. Uh, so – in this case, uh, because the first forty thousand, uh, well, huh? That's interesting. If I remember yeah, so. correctly, I thought uh, I'll have to. Oh, because you're older than sixty-seven. Yes, anybody older than sixty-seven, it's the twenty-forty rule. Uh, and in your case, yeah. you wouldn't be affected by this at all. No, I wouldn't even be affected by the Republicans if they double it. But I don't mind if that they double it, but. I remember when Snyder put this law through that they did this 2040 that I'm, you know, the category I'm in. That's because they wanted to put a cap on it. And the reason is, is because those public unions and those, uh, you know, other unions, they had what I remember being called Cadillac plans. Right. So if you do what Whitmer's plan to do, she's basically, you know, just saying, okay, all you people who are already getting $100,000 pensions, it's going to be tax-free. Yeah, it's it's going no, back to exactly no, the, right, it was going back to exactly what was there before is is her plan. Yeah, so so it's it's the people who have uh, Cadillac retirement plans who are going to get advantage from that common, ordinary person, middle-class person is not going to get a single advantage out of what she's labeling as you know, assistance for seniors. Well, it's I guess not, it depends if you're working. If you, I guess it would be. I'm sorry to interrupt. Select group of seniors, be right, and that's <laughs> always seniors is what she's given the tax break to. Right, and that's what I, I'm trying to uh, point out. And I, you know, now I think about it, I remember a lot of seniors calling me back then and upset about this. Uh, that that it, now that they'll have to pay taxes on it. And now that I think about it, unless they were making over $40,000 as a couple, they weren't paying any taxes on it. So those people must have been making yeah. a lot of money, probably because one spouse was still working and the other one possibly was retired. I'm not sure. But I'm glad you pointed that out. You know, now that it's 40000 today. And again, for some reason, I'm thinking there was some born between... 46 and 52 when well, that only had to do with pensions it's it's convoluted and uh, certainly this would help it a little bit so do you wh- there's one wh- other thing i would like to say so any of these tax breaks that can currently considering for seniors will have no benefit to me if they wanted to do a benefit for me 
the state of Michigan should consider reducing property taxes. <clears throat> for they seniors. would reduce property taxes. That would be a benefit for me. So I'd rather see them reduce property taxes for seniors than to do what they're talking about doing. Okay, good point. Glad you brought that up. Thank you very much, Stan. Appreciate that. 269 441 9595. You like that idea? Reducing property taxes, at least for seniors, 62 and older? Not a bad idea. Those of you, again, who are for pensioners not paying any income tax, are you also for everybody? not paying any income tax, state income tax on their investment vehicles because they don't weren't lucky enough to get a pension and they had to fund their own retirement. Why should they also be almost double punished in a way? 269-441-9595. What else is happening here in the state of Michigan? Well, I was just going to go to this next thing here and uh, I dropped the page. So please hold on a second. There we go. There we go. Michigan reported the five-day total. So finally, remember I was telling you with COVID, Michigan stopped reporting it for five days because they don't report it on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They didn't report it because it was President's Day. Tuesday, they normally doesn't don't report it. So they finally reported it yesterday. And we went into a, a deep dive on the numbers because many of you know that I have kept the numbers daily. Every day, religiously, I put in the new numbers of positive cases, the new numbers of the total deaths, and for not only the state, but for the the country and for the world. And I found it interesting, as I was correlating last time we spoke about this, which was yesterday, uh, that they keep saying about these reduced numbers, and that's why they're getting rid of all these mandates. I think it has more to do with the election uh, than the reduced numbers. And the reason why is because our numbers were much more greatly reduced last year, all through the summer, and they kept all the mandates. I mean, we were below 1,000. We were three-digit every day for an entire month or two. In fact, I will look at it right here from uh, May 23rd through July 20th, we had below 1,000 daily cases. And back then, we couldn't get rid of our mandates for what? I don't know, because now with 8,000, 6,000, 4.8,000 daily average uh, 15,000, uh, 7,000, 4,800. Uh, the lowest it got to was 1,700 average cases a day. But yet, with those numbers, they were able to get rid of the mandate. Now, some people say, well, it's also because we have uh, ways to fight it. Well, we had those same ways to fight it last summer. Now they came out with their new numbers, and they're down to about 1,300 average a day over the last five days. So I saw those numbers, just wanted to let you guys know, give you an update. They did tick down from the lowest being 1,700 to 1,300, I think it was, 1,283, something like that. Well, actually, I'm live saying it's 1,400 reported cases per day. Ah, regardless. Now, now you got those numbers. 
Regional Water Authority okays a 3.7% water rate hike. The Great Lakes Water Authority, and I know this doesn't affect many of you. This is, I think, mostly on the east side. The Great Lakes Water Authority on Wednesday approved a 3.7% hike in wholesale water rates and a 2.4% increase in sewer rates for the upcoming 2023 fiscal year, which starts October 1st. Actually, they say it starts July 1st. So they're, they're everybody. Can we just not have a fiscal year start on January 1st all the time? Why? It's a, our state's October 1st. Uh, the Water Authority's July 1st. Why can't they correct that and make it simple? I don't know. The reason I'm bringing it up is everything's going up. And now gas is going to skyrocket. And all the costs. Again, think about all the other things that get piled up when we have this war now going on between Russia and Ukraine. And the markets are freaking out. The last I read, oil shot up to over $100 a barrel, which translates to about $4 a gallon here in the United States on average. And when that happens, it's just not filling up your tank. It's like I spoke to you yesterday about farmers. I never thought of that. I never thought that, okay, we feel the pain when we go fill up our vehicles. When you're paying an extra $20, $25 a tank, as opposed to when Trump was in office. Well, then I read that not only is that happening, but now there's increased thefts. thefts. Now, it happened before, but there's increased thefts of diesel fuel, hundreds of gallons. One of them was a farmer from Bronson, hundreds of gallons, 500, I think he got stolen from diesel, as well as uh, their gasoline that they put out there strategically placed throughout their acreage. So when they need to fill up their farm equipment, they just go there. Same thing with this. It's just not your gas tank that you're going to fill up. Everything you buy will go up even more now. Because to transport it is going to cost more when it comes to our trucking. So we're getting hit everywhere. We're getting hit from food. We're getting hit from gas, not just gasoline and oil, but natural gas, electricity, now water authorities. Now, this one is kind of interesting. The Regional Water Authority, which is the Great Lakes Water Authority, is not only are they greatly increasing their costs, part of it is because Highland Park has a debt that they never paid off. Very odd. I'll tell you about that coming up right after this. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. Appreciate that very, very much. I was telling you about, again, doesn't affect many of you, but the Great Lakes Water Authority just raised their prices 3.7% for wholesale water rates and 2.4% increase in uh, sewer rates for 2023. And it says part of it is because they have to pay for $52 million in unpaid water and sewer bills from Highland Park. That's almost half of that increase. The unpaid debts are passed through rates to GLWA's remaining member communities. So Highland Park doesn't pay their bill. The others have to pay their bill. But everything's going up and expected to go up even farther now with this war that's broke out between Russia and Ukraine. 
Oil will go up. Gas will go up. What it's going to cost you to get stuff to the market for you to buy will go up, unfortunately. (sighs) Let's go to the phone lines and speak with George. Good morning, George. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I guess I have to attack Representative Hall's plan, the Republicans' plan. Well, let me first, may I first ask you, George, I remember you were one of the people who were upset about the having to pay tax on uh, pensions, right? Yes, because I was made a promise in 1968. But how did you have to to pay that when the first 20 or 40,000 was exempt? Your your pension was over forty. Uh, oh. so I I fell into that bracket where I'm not I wasn't sixty seven or whatever it was at the time by six months. So I got zapped the whole amount. But the gentleman who just called is today only seventy three and he doesn't pay any. I I taxes. don't think that gentleman that just called. I I don't know what his figures are, but I know that how much my taxes went up because of the pension increase. I just I'll have to look into that because he would be the only he one that made up good into that. that other plan was the fact that you were born before January first, nineteen forty six. Right, and then that between forty six and fifty two, there was uh, some help, and then after fifty two, uh, there was no help. But again, if it's right. still there was a, there was a I won't call it a grandfather. I mean, there was a clause in there to provide some relief, but still it cost, I can tell you how many dollars and show you how many dollars it cost me be even falling in that bracket. Well, anyway, but, I'll have to look into it. You had Republicans to... on this issue that they're going to cut you, if your figures are right, you're going to cut the corporate rate from 6.9 to 3.9? No, 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 no. The Senate plan was to cut it from 6 to 3.9. That's not in the House plan. They don't have any corporate cut in the Republican plan? In the Republican House plan. In the Republican, right, Republican Senate House plan. plan. They have no corporate tax cut plan. Nope. I thought I heard that reported that way. But nope. If that's nope. the case, uh, that's 33% cut in tax rate for corporations and uh, 4.25 down to 3.9 for us humans would be only a 0.8% or less than 10% cut. So there's big disparity there if those two plans mesh together. Well, that we'll see what happens. I doubt that that corporate tax will make the cut when it comes to the next, um, uh, the committees, whoever the committees are on the Senate and the House who will get together to discuss their differences because Whitmer's already said she's not going to give uh, businesses a tax cut. As she already said, she's not going to give everybody a tax cut. She's already said she's only going to give certain people a tax cut. Uh, so that looming and knowing that the Repub- the Democrats always vote the way she tells them to, then there won't be a veto proof. So if they get rid of the corporate tax part, she has to go back to her constituents that expect to pay nothing uh, to run this state with pensions and say – uh, I, I because I don't want to give other people a tax cut, other seniors and retirees a tax cut. I'm not giving you. It's beautiful. Yeah, the it's other a beautiful, issue is it's a beautiful plan. You got to remember, it's politics here. It's a beautiful right. plan. Go ahead. The other issue you just brought up a few moments ago was the fuel issue. 
dealing of the gas, diesel, that type of thing. And I guess I would differ with you on that. that farmers don't keep tanks out in their field to store fuel to refuel their tractors or combines. There might be a tank out there for an irrigation pump or something permanent like that, but they do not usually have tanks scattered around the different fields well, where they're going to be working. That's what I read. There is a lot of... Re- that's what I read. One farmer says that's what he does. And other well, farmers then were saying, he might be violent. Other farmers said that's, I, that's the way I understood it. That's what they do, depending on the size of their lots. I mean, if they're huge, then instead of driving all the way back to, let's say, your barn by your home and, and filling up, you would fill up out there. That's the way I understood it to be. Well, a lot of guys have tanks in their pickups, too, that they can, or a fuel trailer that they can pull. Okay. So maybe that was what he meant. I don't know. I just, okay. I, I, you drive, you know, you drive anywhere outside of Battle Creek here, 15, 20 miles, you don't see a lot of tanks setting out in the fields. Well, I don't necessarily so. think I would see him close to the, uh, the roads, but okay. Thanks a lot for calling in, George. Appreciate that very, very much. 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about today, love to hear from you. Coming up in the next segment, actually, We'll be speaking to attorney David Delaney. I've interviewed him a few times because he has been representing parents from different school districts. Here, I remember Portage, maybe Gull Lake, Plainfield, Plainview, Plainwell, I mean, and now Comstock. And a big ruling came down yesterday. A very interesting ruling came down yesterday. And I was sent it. From several people, I, I reached out to Dave and asked him if he'd like to come on air to talk to all of you guys so you will uh, not only understand what that ruling is, but how how it fits into the bigger picture. So we'll be talking to David coming up after this. Then we'll get into some discussion on what's happening with the trucker convoy that's coming here in the United States. In fact, I've got an interesting audio clip from the leader of that trucker convoy. I think it's very smart of them to do what they're doing and putting out this this uh, video and audio. I'll play the audio portion for you. And obviously, we'll talk about what's happening in Russia, if you would like, to discuss how that will affect you. You're listening to the Live with Rank Show. Appreciate that very, very much. We're going to take a quick top of the hour break and we'll be back right after this with more fun information. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.